The Tom Woods Show, episode 1161, bonus episode. Prepare to set fire to the index card of allowable opinion. Your daily dose of liberty education starts here. The Tom Woods Show. Hey everybody, Tom Woods here. Matt McWilliams is my guest today. Matt has a background that will resonate with many of you, no doubt. He is a homeschooling father. He's a libertarian. And for a brief time, as a matter of fact, he was an officer in his local Libertarian Party. But what Matt is known for these days is affiliate marketing. As a matter of fact, he's been affiliate manager for many big names online. And as a matter of fact, at the Affiliate Summit Pinnacle Awards, Matt was named the top affiliate marketing manager in the world. So if you want to know a little something about this, uh, would think you'd want to go to Matt McWilliams. Matt, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me, Tom. I'm going to dig out of you things that most interviewers would not think to ask you because I know certain things about you that they don't (laughs) and that I think are interesting in assessing your whole story. So it turns out when I, you and I kind of got to know each other uh, online, you dropped me a note and it turned out that you have been uh, active in the Libertarian Party, not, not anymore, but in the past, and you're a homeschooler. And so- Right away, you're singing from my hymn book. So I thought, all right, this is going to be the best guy ever. So, (laughs) And it turns out that that stuff does kind of tie in with your online career because you actually first got online, started doing stuff online in connection with politics. Yeah. Yeah, I I got elected chairman of the county Libertarian Party. Now, just to be clear, that meant that the other three Libertarians elected me. Right. Um, We all know how it works. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I don't need to explain that. Um, But yeah, I got, you know, I was was chairman of the county party. And um, I I do braggingly often say that I more than tripled uh, the number of registered Libertarians in our county from, I'm not exaggerating, from 12 to almost 34 in a matter of two years. It was, it was remarkable actually. Um, but yeah, I got started that, you know, doing that. And that's how I actually got into internet marketing, you know, 16, 18, 17 years ago now was in doing websites was actually was doing my own website because I ran for local office. And then uh, I did the, uh, the website for the, the county party, which, you know, keep in mind that in 2002 meant that we had a lot of animated gifts. And of course, lots of quotes from Thomas Jefferson on the website, because that's what libertarians did in 2002. Um, and uh, yeah, that's how I actually got started in this whole online thing and started uh, writing an opinion piece for the local newspaper, which basically just meant that uh, I made fun of every politician that was alive except for Ron Paul. And uh, yeah, I had a lot of fun doing it and just kind of fell in love with the whole internet thing, internet marketing and all that fun stuff. The thing is, it's kind of, can be a challenge to crack into when you're a complete newbie. You don't have a list. You don't have name recognition. Nobody knows who you are. So what's the path that you took? You know, the path that I took is not the path that I recommend people take because I completely screwed it up. And one of the things that I do now is kind of teach people like, hey, here's the stupid stuff that I did and the mistakes I made. Like, don't do those. Save yourself 18 months. Um, but the path that I took was you know, getting out there and, and just producing this massive amount of content. Um, I, I was trying to to release, like you, know, you release an episode every day, you know, I was trying to write a podcast every day, but I was also, keep in mind, I was doing this on the side. Like I had a quote unquote real job. And 
I'm doing this on the side, this building, this blog, this content, this platform, you know, personality based business. And I went about almost three years before I ever actually made a dime. And so that's why I say like, I don't recommend doing that. The, the reason I did that is that's what I was being taught, which was you have to build up this audience. You have to, you have to build a list. You have to build a huge list. As a matter of fact, you have to, you know, give them hundreds of pieces of content before you ever try to monetize. And what I learned and finally hit me like a ton of bricks after almost three years of doing that was, um, that doesn't feed my family. Like they weren't a big fan of not me, not making money because daddy was spending 20 hours a week building this blog. Uh, and we didn't have anything. We, we didn't get to go on nice vacations as a result of it. <laughs> you know, so it was a pretty stupid way to, to start. Um, so I don't recommend doing that. Uh, like I said, it's do as I say, not as I do actually is valid advice in this case, because I learned from, from my mistakes, but that's how I, I started out was just pumping out all this content. I built a nice list, uh, but I wasn't doing anything with it. Ah, oh, that's interesting because now you're, cause that is the advice I give people. <laughs> you're saying, you're saying this did not work for you. So, yeah. right, so I guess I kind of want to skip it. I didn't, I didn't intend to get to this part of the conversation quite so fast, but now that you're challenging my whole worldview, I have to get to <laughs> then what, what's better than what I've been telling everybody to do for the past two years. Yeah, this is going to be fun. <laughs> yeah, fun in quotation marks, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, keep in mind, I'm not saying not to build the list. I'm not saying not to, you know, uh, I'm not saying that like traditional teaching about content and providing, you know, what we would call uh, free content, you know, to to build a list is not a valid way to to build a business. I'm just suggesting that in no other business model does it work that way. So, you know, Walmart opens up down the street and you walk in the store and on day one, you buy stuff. Um, the mom and pop furniture store opens up down the street and on day one, you buy stuff. Like every other business model, they, the day they go into business, whether it be, you know, retail or, or whatever, uh, there's something for sale on day one. And so I, what I think you should be doing is concurrently build a list, grow your audience and start monetizing immediately. And so the reason for that is very simple. I know what it feels like to be in your second, third year of not monetizing. It's frustrating. Uh, you feel, I don't know, you just feel like you're not really building a real business. I, I tell people all the time, you don't have a business, you have an expensive hobby. And so hobbies don't make money, businesses do. And so your advice is not wrong. It's not that it's wrong time. There's just a piece missing. You know, there's, there's a second piece to the puzzle, which is you also have to be making money at the same time. Now, clearly, if you have a list of 50 people, you are going to make less than somebody who has a list of 50,000. So I'm not saying that on, you know, day seven of your online business, you're going to make, you know, thousands upon thousands of dollars. Although there are ways to make hundreds upon hundreds of dollars. The difference is when you're in the second month and you make, 300, I'm going to make up a number, $380. That is very different than making $0. The biggest leap that any person in business will ever make is not from making a hundred to $100,000. It's from zero to $1. And, and I know a lot of your, your audience, Tom, you, you, you know, they've scaled businesses. They built businesses, small business owners, online business owners, whatever. And, and they know like it, it's, it's just getting that first buck in the door. And, and it's really just, it's paying the bills. 
It's like when you start a blog or a podcast or whatever, um, I mean, you know, you know what it's like, you've got equipment, you've got hosting for your episodes, uh, you know, hosting for your blog, whatever it may be. You've got all these expenses, money's going out the door and you're, so you're in the red every single month. That is the most demoralizing thing on the face of the earth. It is so not fun. And then what ends up happening is you just want to quit. So I encourage people just, just pay the bills, make a couple hundred bucks, break even for a few months. Then you'll start to actually pick up some momentum when you do get to hundreds of people on your list or thousands of people on your list, you know, then you might find yourself suddenly making a couple thousand dollars a month. You're going, wait a minute, this is actually fun. I mean, I don't know, maybe it's just me because I'm a greedy capitalist, but I like making money. So that's actually the fun for me. So, yeah, it is fun. Yeah. It is fun, especially when you're promoting stuff that is certainly going to help people. I was just looking the other day at all the different stuff I've bought that, you know, training courses and software and everything that I use yeah. that I really like. Now, some things turned out, I, okay, I guess I didn't need this after all, but, but a lot of the stuff I use very regularly and I've learned a lot from it or it helps me or it automates things. And, mm-hmm. and so I'm glad to share that with people. This is what I'm doing. This is what's working for me. And it makes me feel good to tell other people, this is, this is something that saves me, you know, an hour a day. I mean, I, if I could have an hour a day back, I'd, I'd gladly get it. Now, I want to get the story because I, I read it somewhere. In fact, maybe I was on a, a webinar with you uh, at some point just as a spectator. But yeah. you tell the story about how you were promoting a Michael Hyatt product. Yep. Now, I've been following Michael Hyatt since probably 1998. Oh, my and that's, gosh. I guess that's 20 years ago because I was reading his <laughs> columns. and even, even, even before he became this unbelievable online empire guy, he yeah. was just a columnist. He wrote for World Net Daily, and I used to read him. Well, anyway, so now – you had a breakthrough with that, and it wasn't that you made a you know six figures no. promoting his product. What did you make? It's five hundred and eighty eight bucks. Um, the significance to that number is so again, I'm about to approach three years of producing content. I've got a, a you know nice size list and I've got an audience and people you know there's a there's some people out there that just love what I do. They comment on every blog post, every video, every podcast they listen to. And, but I'm making nothing. And so I finally decided I I took Michael's course. I loved his course. I was like, light bulb, duh. Why don't I promote it as an affiliate? You know, like, it's not like I don't know what affiliate marketing is. I've been in the industry for years. I just never did it myself. I'm like, oh my gosh. So I promoted, hey, you know what? If I can make two sales, I'm going to be over the moon. Um, That makes me about 200 bucks maybe. And yeah, it ended up being 588 bucks. Now the significance to that was my monthly expenses that month that I brought in the 588 bucks was like $562. So I literally made a profit that month. It was 25, 26 bucks, but it was a profit. And, and I'll never forget. I took, we, we jokingly, we took like 500 of the dollars and moved it to the next month to pay for next month's expenses. Cause that month had already been paid for. And I took the 88 bucks and I took my wife out for a nice dinner, you know? And it was just like, for the first time ever, I could actually do something like that with the profits from my online business. And so, you know, I had a successful regular quote unquote business, but um, for the first time, my online business made actually made money. The next month, the very next month after that, made over $10,000 in affiliate commissions, you know, and it just, and it never stopped from there. Like it just kept expanding and expanding. And so it just took that one thing, you know, where I'm like, Oh, if I can only make two sales, you know, if I can just make 200 bucks, I'll be so happy. And then you know, two months later, I made over $10,000 in profit for my business. So it was, 
I mean, I know it's so cliche to say, but it was life changing. Like that was $588 was life changing because it finally jarred my brain loose from, from what was holding me back, which was just not, was making nothing. Making nothing was so lame. Making anything, you know, suddenly I could, I could do anything at that point. That really is a glorious moment. As you say, when that just that modest amount comes in, because then you think, wait a minute, I can do this. This is doable. Oh, yeah. But what's the change that I mean, I I know what you're saying, that zero to five hundred eighty eight is really the thing that gets that light bulb on and and gives you the determination to carry on. But I'm also interested, frankly, in five hundred eighty eight to ten thousand. What happened? Well, what happened was now that I had. So when I promoted Michael's. I jumped in on it with like five or six days left in his promotion. Um, I, you know, I pieced together a promo. I, I just kind of, it was all, you know, it was like, I call it the MacGyver method. It's like duct tape, copper wire, and, a, and some bubble gum, right? Um, it was like, okay, well, what if I send an email real quick and then I'll, I'll do a blog post and talk about it on my podcast. And that was it. That was the entire promo, right? Um, because now I'm like, oh my gosh, this works. The next promotion I did was uh, for my friend Chandler Bolt, and we had met a, f- a few months before, gotten to know each other really well. Turns out his his brother's the bassist in my favorite band, and so now he and I are like best friends, right? Well, he had a, a course coming out that teaches people how to be authors. So I developed a whole promotional strategy. So about a month before the promo started, I, I quoted him in a blog post, just a you know, subtle quote that fit the content. Like the next week, I, I did a podcast interview with him. The next week, I, I sent an email out where I, uh, you know, sent my audience to a piece of his content to one of his blog posts. You know, I continued to quote him. I made sure that I used his picture on my, you know, when I quoted him, so people had like a familiar feel to him. Like he just kind of, when they suddenly saw him on video, they're not going, "Who the heck is this dude?" You know, because he's young, and I could see where people would be concerned about that. You know, and uh, so I just warmed my audience up. I had a whole promotional strategy. I promoted all of his free content before, you know, the course came up for sale. And then when it came up for sale, I had a strategy around some bonuses that I could offer my audience. You know, we call it a bonus package. Um, I had some bonuses that fit that my audience would like that would encourage them to buy. And so it's one of those things when I break it down, like simply the biggest difference is I, I warmed my audience up. Um, I had a plan and I promoted it more. You know, and, and honestly, that's how you go from 588 to 10,000. Like, uh, I hate to oversimplify it, but that was the biggest difference. Now, you know, of course, to go from 10,000 to, you know, a lot more than that, we've added new layers. But yeah, that's how we did it, Tom. It was remarkably simple now that I look back on it. <laughs> and now you are, or at least have been, the affiliate manager for Michael Hyatt. Now, again, I don't know that how many people in my audience, some of them will know Michael Hyatt. They might listen to his podcast and stuff, but yeah. this guy is a big, big deal. And if you're his affiliate manager, he's got a major, major affiliate program where he's selling really big time products. He's got serious confidence in you. How did that come about? Um, it came about, you know, obviously I was on his radar because from 588 the following year, I think we were his number five affiliate. Uh, did, I don't know, 20,000. I was, we were one sale short of 20,000. I still remember. I'm still kind of angry about that. Um, <laughs> and then the following year, we were his number four affiliate. And then after that year, 
uh, I got approached by uh, Jeff Goins. And then some people in your audience know who he is. He's an yeah. online blogger, huge audience. And he's like, hey, I've got this book launch coming up. Would you help me run it? I'm like, sure. And I'll never forget the conversation we had. It was, he needs like, how many books do I need to tell Thomas Nelson I'm going to sell? I'm like, 15,000. He's like, I can't tell them that. I'm like, no, dude, you don't know me. Like, we're, you're going to sell 15,000. All right, back up, just a minute, back up just a minute. Let, let me interject yep. here as an author myself, okay? Yeah. The, the number 15,000 to some people listening will sound really lowball. But what they don't know is that the terrible secret of nonfiction publishing is that 15,000 is like a breakout smash for, oh, for yeah. most books. No, this is, <laughs> this is 15,000 pre-orders right. for the record. Right. Not like it, this book sold a lot more than that since. Uh, this is 15. I'm like, dude, I'm, I'm lowballing. Just tell them 15. So he tells them 15. Sure enough. Of course, I'm not going to tell this story if it's under 15. You know, we end up selling like 21,000 books. Um, people noticed, you know, that's what happened. So now everybody and their grandmother's asking me to run their launches. So we started working with words and, uh, Lewis Howes, Brian Tracy, uh, Claire Diaz Ortiz, the lady who got the Pope on Twitter. Um, who else? I mean, just tons of people now work with, uh, you know, Kevin Harrington, the original shark from shark tank, who has a project with Zig Ziglar, Zig Ziglar's company. Um, and yeah, you know, Michael and his team noticed what we were doing. They, Hey, you know, come, come work with us. So, and I had looked up to Michael and obviously he had a, a special place in my heart because, you know, he was the very first promo that I ever done. So there was no way I was going to say no. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it's, just, it's been great working with all these folks. My, my favorite thing is, is doing affiliate stuff. I've, I've created my own stuff and that's great. And I get the benefit of that, that mm-hmm. I don't have to share the dough with anybody if I don't want to. I, I wind up donating it to people cause I'm a sap, but, <laughs> but the point is I don't have to, I can keep all the money. Yeah. Whereas with, as an affiliate, you know, you're, you're getting, uh, de- um, depending on the type of product, you know, 50% or 40% commission, something like that. Uh, it's still pretty good. It's, I mean, you're not getting 100%, but it's still pretty good. And you don't have the fulfillment headaches and the customer support and all that. You, that's up to the product creator. You just collect the dough. What's not to like about that model? The one thing that's not to like about it uh, is that it can be tricky to crack into. I know a lot of people who want to do – I mean, first of all, who would not? I really want to know. I, this is not a joke. I really want to know who would not want to just randomly earn commissions during the day. Like, who wouldn't want that? Of course we all want that. But the problem is because a lot of people say they want it, uh, there are a lot of people out there trying to do it. Yeah. And there are a lot of people who get up every morning and they check their affiliate account and it still says zero. Mm. That's the problem is that it sounds great, but they just don't know what what's the secret sauce to get over this darn zero. Yeah, there number one, it really is that mindset that we talked about. And we, I think we've kind of hammered that home. Um, number two, the biggest thing that I see, and, and I also touched on this is people think that affiliate marketing is slapping a link up on a site or slapping up a, a, a blog or, you know, a, a blog sidebar ad or something like that, or mentioning it once in a podcast episode. It's a lot more than that. You know, I mean, psychologists say that it takes approximately seven repetitions before people will take action on something. And, and that's why I mentioned, you know, in that promo that we did with Chandler, I already had hit the seven, seven repetitions mark before the promotion started. And so that's key is not thinking that I can just come out of left field, spring a promotion on my people and they're all going to go, of course I want to buy that. Now, sometimes you have a product that meets a need that is 
like you know will meet your audience's needs. So if you're if your entire thing is about podcasting, like if you're if you teach podcasting and for some reason, let's just say hypothetically, you and I both know there's some good mics out there for under a hundred bucks, but let's just say there weren't. Let's say that the only premium mics cost a thousand dollars. And suddenly someone created a premium mic that costs 80 bucks. People are going to buy that no matter what, because it meets a need, just like people are going to buy the next iPhone that comes out, you know, but with most products, like again, using that example, Chandler's course that teaches people how to write and publish a bestseller. That's not something that is necessarily like this massive pain point in people's lives. It's not something that people are like, nobody, I shouldn't say nobody, very few people in my audience woke up this morning going, if I don't write a book, I'm going to kill myself. (laughs) You know, if I don't write a book, my life as I know it is over. So it's not a product that's necessarily fulfilling this massive pain point. So you have to warm people up to it and you have to, you know, we take people through this process where you, you identify the problem and then you amplify or agitate the problem. In other words, the problem is that you haven't written a book, for example. And but why is that really a problem? Because like most people haven't written a book, not a big deal, right? It's not like the problem is cancer, you know? So why is that a problem? Well, we're going to agitate that by saying, well, New York Times survey says 88% of people say they want to write a book. And if you're in that 88%, this is a problem for you. The reality is less than 1% do. So we start agitating that problem. We start agitating the fact that you know, the people who write books are the ones who get all the speaking gigs. They're the ones who get all the website traffic. They're the ones that, well, they end up making all the money, you know, at least in the online business world. So the fact that you haven't written a book is a problem for you. And we're going to agitate that. And then, well, the solution is Chandler Bolt's course. So that's an example of how we would take people through that process. That's the reason why most people wake up and have zero bucks. Now, again, don't get me wrong, Tom, if you've got you know, if you've got a hundred people in your audience, it might just be that you don't have one or two who want to buy that product. So you try the next product and you go through that same process. And then, well, you, then you make 600 bucks or 200 bucks or 588 bucks as it was for me. Um, you know, if you've got 20,000 people in your audience on your list and you're making zero, um, it's definitely because you're just trying to spring promos on them or you're not being, um, what we call all in. You know, you're not really just going all in on a promotion. You're, you're selling from your heels. You're not showing the audience that you believe in the product and that they, you know, on some level have a need for it, even a need for an online course. Or it could be, you don't know your audience and that's a big problem. Yeah. You're, 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 it's a mismatch between the thing you're promoting and the people you're promoting it to. They, and, and I figured that out, by the way, early on with one of my lists that I would think, oh, I just found this plugin. By the way, I did this. Mm. I found this plugin that would take on one of my websites, take each of my blog posts and make it into a downloadable PDF. Because some of my blog posts would be very long. People might want to read it later. Mm-hmm. And all they have to do is click to get it as a PDF, but they have to give me their email address and that builds my list. I tried to promote that to my, <laughs> my list. So first of all, to, to for this to be useful, you'd have to have a blog. You'd have to have an email list or a desire to build one. You'd have to know what a WordPress plugin is. This yeah. thing worked so bad. And I remember later on, I, I talked to I was in the middle of talking to Mark Ling, who's a who's a super successful ClickBank affiliate and product creator. And I told him, Yeah, I'm promoting this this plugin. And very gently, he said to me, 
I have no idea how I would promote that to my list. And I, mm-hmm. and I realized yeah, he's right. I, that is not at all. That's not at all what my folks need. And and so and sometimes it, it gets down to you just need to ask them. What what is it that folks who are following me? What is it that I can help you with? What is it that you need from me? And I'll try to steer things your way that I think will help you with that problem. Tom, you you said that, and and there's actually a resource I want to give your audience that is perfect for exactly that because it's our uh, it's called our affiliate program scorecard. And I know you'll share a URL later where where they can get it, but basically what it does it takes them through ten questions and you score it and a couple of the things are exactly what you just said. Like, are people asking me for this type of thing? Do I know how to market this? You know, that, that, que- the, the guy you mentioned there, Mark, Mark, who, you know, who was like, I don't even know how to promote this. If, if you score a zero on the zero to three scale, like you don't even, like you don't even know how you'd promote this. That answers the question for you. So it just takes you through a list of 10 questions that you can identify and score and go, okay, you know what? This actually is a really good product for my audience. I know how to promote it. I, I know the product creator, for instance, or, you know, I've had personal success with this product, you know, all those questions, because yeah, I mean, a lot of times the reason something doesn't work is it's just not a good fit. And I don't care how good the product is. I am never going to sell to more than a couple of people in my list. I'm never going to be able to sell a product that teaches people how to become a vegan athlete, you know, cause first of all, I like meat a lot, so I'm not going to be able to like promote it very well, you know, but there's, it's just not targeted enough. But if you've got a website all about like, you know, uh, ultra marathons, you probably have a lot of vegans on there. Like statistically speaking, probably a great product. And so, yeah, the, the number one way to find out what should I be selling to my audience is just ask them the question. It could be a one question survey and it's what's your biggest struggle with blank. Whatever your niche is, just say, what's your biggest struggle? So mine would be, what's your biggest struggle with affiliate marketing? They tell me, and one of two things, we either create a product to address that need or we go find you know somebody who has a product that already exists. And usually it's the latter because it's so much easier. And uh, there's no, like you said, there's no fulfillment, no overhead, no credit card processing. I don't have to create anything. <laughs> and it's just a lot more, a lot less headache and a lot more fun for me. All right. I don't want to keep you too much longer because, of course, you've got a big uh, bunch of weeks coming up ahead of you. But just a couple more things. There are basically there are three things you're going to need to do if you want to have either an online business or earn affiliate commissions or just make a side income online. Basically, it's three things. As far as I can see, it's almost every business model has these three things. You have to have an offer, which could be your own thing that you made, or it could be somebody else's thing that you promote for a cut of the money as an affiliate. You need an audience, and you need to promote the offer. To, you have to have a way to get the offer to the, before the audience's eyes. It's That's all it is. Now, what mm-hmm. people, of course, people say, all right, well, I could probably find offers. Because if, yep. you, if you have trouble finding out, you know, you can go to ClickBank, you go to JVZoo, you go to, um, you know, some other places like that. But the audience is the problem, is that, look, Woods, you've got a big podcast and you've done this and that. Of course, you have an audience. You can promote whatever you want. But first of all, not much of my audience is as inter- interested in this stuff as I'd like them to be. So so not as many of those people follow me on this stuff as, frankly, for their own good, should be following me. But So that's, an, that's another thing to point out. But in terms of building an audience, though, just in, just in other words, people who, when you make a promotion, they'll see it. So it won't just be tumbleweeds rolling by when you have your promotion. They'll see it. There are a number of ways of doing that. But 
but one of them that I've recommended would be t- start with free sources. Start with something like Facebook. Now, I don't care that you don't like Facebook. Create a whole separate Facebook account, even if you're never on Facebook. Create an account where all you're going to do is join groups in your niche. Maybe it's dog training. You join all the dog training groups, and what you do is you observe people, and you see who are the ones who are really engaged and interested Mm -hmm. and on fire, and you invite those people to be your friends. Now, you can't do too many per day or Facebook puts you in jail or knocks you out or whatever, but you know those people are interested in what you have to promote, the affiliate offers, the the whatever it is that you're doing. You know those are the people, or likewise on Twitter, you you look at who are the big gurus in your area? Not because you expect the gurus to buy from you, but because yep. you want to see who's commenting on the gurus' tweets and stuff like that. And then you you try and get those people to follow you. That's an instant, automatic, done-for-you audience-building technique right there that I just described in a minute and a half. But but well, what I'll sometimes get is people saying, well, I don't do Facebook. Well, okay, so if you – but the thing is there's nothing – metaphysical about why you don't do Facebook. There's nothing built into the way the world works that says you don't do Facebook. It's your choice not to do it. If you're going to tell me this is an easy way I could build an audience, but because I I hate Facebook or I hate Mark Zuckerberg, I'm therefore going to pass on this opportunity to build a free audience. I really don't know what to do for you. If if you're more set on being anti-Facebook than you are being pro your own success, I don't know what to say to you. Yeah, so, I mean, sorry, that, that was a little bit harsh, but I mean, no, but, that, I, I, but people I need to it. hear it's, that. It's like my my old friend. Uh, gosh, I always forget his last name now. He's such a good friend, um, but he Sean, and I just for life me cannot remember his last name. He's the what the chairman of the North Carolina Libertarian Party for years. He was in a meeting one time, and he and he slammed the table, and he you know he said, "Damn it, boys!" <laughs> he goes. We can either talk about how to get a how to, how to we can either sit here and debate objectivist epistemology, or we can talk about how to get this guy elected. <laughs> and, and the crowd, you know, of course, the audience just went dead silent. And, you know, his point was um, there's a point where it's like like you were saying. I mean, there's there's tools like Facebook, and it's not doesn't have to be just Facebook. Doesn't like have to be said. Facebook, right? Of course, there are tools like Facebook that exist that are there for the taking to literally take advantage of. And, and build a business that's going to benefit you and your family and allow you to live the lifestyle that you want. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm not a huge fan of a lot of stuff, but I, you know, sometimes I, I don't check my principles. It's just about saying, I, I want the thing that I can have as a result of using this tool more than I hate the tool, you know? And so, yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that, Tom. <laughs> yeah. And I've, I've got all the objections against Facebook that anybody could possibly have. And by the way, I actually don't really use Facebook for that reason, because partly because I only started this um, online business stuff fairly recently, and it's not what people know me for. And I think it would be jarring if all of a sudden I started posting stuff like that. So generally, I don't do that on social media. But if I were just getting started and I didn't know where to find an audience, I mean, this this is a tool that marketers 50 years ago would have, I mean, really killed for. Oh to be gosh. able to, to pinpoint, identify exactly. Yeah. I mean, this is your mark right here. This person is your mark. And and you know what? We can find 500,000 more just like this person. It's, it's, it's anyway, it's crazy. Now, l- let, me, let me get to the, the key thing that I, I, we've more or less been driving at here. I presume, now I've looked at some of your materials and your paid stuff, and I am going to be learning a ton from this because I feel like I'm doing really well, but- Sometimes people start doing well, and then they get complacent. They think, well, this is as well as I ever expected to do, so I'll stop here. No way, baby. 
I want to go way beyond what I ever expected to do. I want to go there to that go. next level. And, I, and, and man, you know the ins and outs of this as only an affiliate manager would, frankly. So you basically more or less have, you know, for lack of a better word, a system on how to do this, how to promote something that's that works for the people you're pitching it to, that is, you know, it's a good quality thing they're going to be interested in. They're going to want to, not only are they going to want to buy it, they're going to want to buy it from you and you just rinse and repeat. So what you and I have done, that was my my four-year-old daughter just walked out of the office. I don't know if the, the slamming door recorded there, but she was sitting here listening to our conversation. Up nice. down. I think she finally said, you know what? I think I've learned as much about affiliate marketing as I care to learn this morning. But <laughs> but but you and I- Oh my I, gosh, my audience has dwindled. Yeah, I know it. It's down to just, yeah, it's up by 50%. It just went down. But anyway, the, the bottom line is you, you and I are going to do a presentation on this together on, on basically what- what the deal is, how do you do it? Because as I say, I had, I've had people on the show who are super successful at this. Um, I had the woman who runs the Wellness Mama website. She's just a one-woman show. No, and now she has some people working for her. But she started her own thing, and it took off so well, and she she's so smart. When I, I look at her site, and I think to myself, well, she should be promoting that as an affiliate. And then I look closer. Of course she is. Yeah. Uh, she should be interviewing this person. Of course she Wow. You know, so I finally had her on the show. I said, you are doing great. I mean, you're just, you're the model for how this should be done. But you basically more or less have, to the extent that you can get it down to a science, I would say Matt McWilliams, the affiliate manager to the stars is the guy who's done it. So we're going to do a presentation on that. June 7th, this is 2018, June 7th, 3 p.m. Eastern. Uh, pretend to be at your job working, but secretly be listening in. Sign up at tomwoods.com slash Matt. And you're going to learn some stuff and you're going to say, doggone it, I should be earning commissions while I'm at the beach. It's a good place to earn money. Um, I like waking up to, and I, I like waking up to earning money, but let me make it clear. Um, you do have to, you know, you have to have a plan. You have to have a system. You have to follow it. Uh, anybody who says, I'll just point this out, that anybody who says that, like any income is entirely passive is it, it's, they're totally no, blowing they're, smoke up your butt. It. So right. it's, it's right. not true. It's, it's not easy, but it's simple, you know? And, uh, yeah. So I, I hope everybody will come to that webinar because uh, we're going to show you how basically we're going to show the playbook and how you can steal my playbook. Because the cool thing about stealing my playbook is you could literally take everything that we do and do it exactly the same. And it's still going to be different because everybody's niche is different. Everybody's, you know, personality is different. Uh, I, I've got a guy who took my playbook and, he used it. Now he is the single most sarcastic person on earth. And so in his personality based business, he's very sarcastic. So his, what he ended up with didn't even look anything like mine, even though he tried to steal my exact playbook. So we're going to share that exact playbook on, on how you can succeed with affiliate marketing. But I will say one thing, Tom, for me, just to be clear, the biggest thing, cause there's a lot of people that teach affiliate marketing. There's a lot of people that teach online business. Um, I don't want to teach you how to become like a full-time affiliate marketer. I actually want to teach you how to take affiliate marketing and use it to build your online business. So you're going to use affiliate marketing to learn how to sell, how to, you know, how to promote offers, how to make a plan, how to do all that stuff, how to plan a promotional calendar and all that stuff so that then you can turn around and use that for your own products and services down the road. But Instead of trying to come out of the gates selling your own products when you don't even have a freaking clue what your audience is actually going to buy. Because, yeah, been there, done that. I've got a shelf app that I couldn't sell that I keep as a reminder that, that that's not a good idea. <laughs> it's right behind me in my office here. 
Well, this is this will be great. Tomwoods.com slash Matt is where you should sign up. And frankly, if you want insurance against the robots, we're reading all these articles all the time. The robots are coming. No one's going to have any jobs anymore because the robots are coming. Let me tell you something. Robots are terrible affiliate marketers. They are really, really <laughs> bad. So like a T-shirt that says that, Tom. Th- so that is something you could be doing. That is your insurance against the robots. If yep. Robots are very bad at putting together affiliate campaigns and knowing what to do and following what Matt McWilliams says. They're terrible at it. So one way you can give the middle finger to the robots is by uh, by signing up at TomWoods.com slash Matt. Maybe I should have made it slash robots. That'll be for another presentation. But, <laughs> but Matt McWilliams, <laughs> I appreciate your time. And I'm glad I've gotten to know you, by the way, uh, because – we have, I mean, she's your, you know, libertarian guy who homeschools, who does affiliate marketing and, you know, basically just built himself up like this is, that's fantastic. I'm, I'm glad to know you and, and best of luck. And I'll look forward to seeing you on June 7th. Thanks, Tom. All right, everybody, no matter what your field of interest is, could be libertarianism, could be health, could be dog training, whatever it is, you ought to be promoting something as an affiliate because man, does it feel nice to earn those commissions. And since Matt McWilliams is the top affiliate marketing manager in the world, he knows something about it. And uh, he's a great guy. You'll definitely want to uh, attend our session. TomWoods.com slash Matt is where you should go to sign up immediately. And I'll see you next week. Become a smarter libertarian in just 30 minutes a day. Visit TomWoods.com to subscribe to the show for free. And we'll see you next time. 